Good morning. Hi, I am Olivia, and this is Rose Tinted Glasses. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. You can find you can also find the podcast on under Rose Tinted Glasses on Anchor FM, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and as well as some other platforms, and also on Telegram, of course. So thank you so so much so many few days before easter and i hope you're gearing up to have a wonderful wonderful weekend and i hope that your day is blessed and wonderful and that you can see the amazingness of you and you can see the glory and the power and the beauty and the possibility of you and who know and that you know who you are and what you are capable of I thank you for listening. When G- when God spoke to Moses and Moses asked, but who, who should I say have sent me? You know, who, who are you? And God said, I am. Say the great I am that sent you. So who is this God that told Moses? this i am means that god can be anything you want him to be that he can do anything he what you want him to do god is not sitting somewhere out there on a throne where you have to earn his love he is within you he is alive within you he is the power that gives you breath that gives you life the same power that causes seasons to change the sun to rise and set every single day that gives light to the moon that brings the stars out at night that causes the earth to turn that holds us in the perfect position the entire planet when it comes to our solar system he holds us in the perfect position he balances things that is who god is the great i am he is the god of love the ultimate and pure creator when you look at nature you see the paintbrush of god at work the perfect different shades of green the indescribable beauty of a sunset or a sunrise the singing of the birds that's a perfect melody have you ever heard a bird who sings out of tune never god is the creator of music art words he's the creator of you of you <laughs> they you know 
the human body is still a mystery to the most advanced and the greatest scientists and surgeons. There are so many things that are inexplicable to them, and yet God knows, understands these things because he created it. He created it. That is who God is. When it says, his word says in Ephesians, the same power, it's Ephesians or Philippians. It says, the same power that has risen Christ from the dead is the same power that is at work in us who believe. Do you understand what that means? Do you understand the power that you have to create, to shape your life, to bring things to you because of that power that exists within you? God is so graceful, is so loving. It doesn't matter how mean and evil and spiteful we think someone might be. God doesn't say that today because of your bad behavior. I'm taking breath away from you. For today, I'm taking a breath. Tomorrow, you can start breathing again. He doesn't say that. God gives and gives because he's a giving God. But because we refuse to accept, because we have this narrative and this belief that we are not worthy that we don't deserve these things, that we must do something to earn God's love. I'm not praying enough. I'm not reading my Bible enough. It's because I don't go to church enough. That's why my things are falling apart. No, no. The more you become closer to God, the more you will understand what used to be so complex and so difficult for you to grasp, suddenly God will make it as clear as crystal. He's not withholding anything from you. Oh, I am cursed. You know, I'm just bad luck. You know, I'm so unfortunate. Why do these things keep happening to me? Well, they keep happening to you because you keep on believing that you deserve them. What do you believe right now? Do you believe in a loving, caring, compassionate, prosperous, abundant, giving God? Or do you believe in a God who's angry, vengeful, you know, who wants to punish you, who wants to take things away from you when you don't do what he says? How do you know? what God wants you to do. Do you even know? Or have you been so blinded? Have you been so misled that you have never asked yourself who God truly is? What is the truth and what is the lie? Have you taken the time to ask yourself what I believe does it truly come from God 
or is it what someone said to me? What I have been taught? Have you taken the time to ask, are these the truths of God? Or are they the truth of men? Have you asked yourself, who is this God that I serve? Because Moses asked, he said, who should I say have sent me? When you sit in church, do you blindly accept what the man on the pulpit is telling you? What the pastor is saying to you? Or do you go back, read your Bible and pray and think about these words and ask God to guide you? He says in his word, the Holy Spirit is powerful enough to teach you. And what does the Spirit teach you? It teaches you truth, discernment, honesty, love, courage, compassion. It teaches you everything that you have been searching the answers for. It reveals it to you. And that Spirit is God. There's a wisdom that comes from serving and knowing and learning and asking about God and to God and from God. There's a wisdom that comes from that, that you know this does not come from any book I have read, I've ever read. The Bible is the guide, but the one who can open up the scriptures and truly reveal them to you it's god otherwise the bible will just be words to memorize it doesn't end knowing every scripture and being able to quote the bible word for word it doesn't end there that's only the beginning the true journey with god starts when you start questioning him and ask him, show me what this means. Show me your way. Lead me. Guide me. Take me by the hand. Because there are so many things that we do not understand. And only God can give us the answer. So who do you serve? Do you truly serve God? Or do you serve religion? and the doctrine because we've been so indoctrinated that in many cases you can't tell the truth from the lie it is so interlinked that you need a strong spirit of discernment of truth but also an open heart to accept what is true for you to tell the difference between the lie and the truth the truth is the truth, is God's truth. But the problem comes when we want to take God and use his word as a whip, as a weapon to destroy, distract, to hurt, to humiliate and embarrass. People are lost and they are hungry. They are hurting. They are seeking. They are searching, looking for the truth and looking for answers. 
not knowing that God is alive within each of Jesus said to his disciples when they were in awe and wow, they were amazed by the miracles that he performs, the power he has, and he told them, he says, no, no. What I can do, you can do even more. Jesus never said, no, 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 this is my power. Don't interrogate me. Don't ask me about it. Don't, 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 don't. I'm God's child. This is only for the selected few. No, he never said that. In fact, he encouraged his followers, his disciples. He encouraged them, get to know and understand this power so that you can use it to build the kingdom of God. So you can use it to heal the sick to make the blind see. He said, I didn't come. I didn't come for those who are wealthy because they don't need the doctor. I have come for the sick, the blind, the lame, the deaf. And we are all spiritually sick. We are blind, we are deaf, we are lame. Because we don't see what we need to see, what we must see. We don't hear what we must hear, what we need to hear. But God in his mercy, when the time is right, you will hear what you need to hear, what you must hear. You will see what you need to see, what you must see. When God steps in to save you from yourself. We are our biggest enemies. We look out there. It's them who said something about me. It's they who don't like me. It's the opportunities that never come. I am cursed because I of A, B, C, and D. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not out there. That's the problem. It's within you. What are your thoughts right now? What are you thinking right this very second? When you think about life, do you give thanks? Do you praise God for being alive, for giving you life? Or do you think about all the failures, the mistakes, about lack and poverty? Or do you resent others? Who are progressing what are you thinking when you are alone and you only have your thoughts to keep you company you are shaping your life you are building your future you are creating your reality not people out there people can only do what they know what they are used to so you can't blame a mean person for being mean to you. But if you start thinking differently, when you start creating in your mind what you want, when you start building and seeing and 
feeling the life that you so richly dream of. You know, you look at people and you ask yourself, why are you stuck? Why am I stuck? You know, and then it's easy to say, oh, maybe I'm not, I'm not, I'm not praying enough. You know, I must, I must increase my faith. I must increase my faith. What is faith? What is faith? Because you have been told, believe, you must have faith. Faith are the thoughts, the company that you keep in your mind. Faith is what you believe about life, about yourself, about God, about your dreams, about your future, your happiness, your relationship, your finances. That is faith. Faith isn't something that you go and fetch at church and then things should move. Faith is your constant companion. That the, It's the building blocks of your life. It's the foundation of who you are. That is faith. Whether you believe good or bad, it's your faith. If you always complain about your bad relationships, your lack of finances, your poverty, being broke, that is your faith that you have. You believe in the bad things in life. You are showing faith. Faith, when you use faith effectively, it's when you, become, you begin to be aware of your words, your thoughts, your actions. That is how to use faith effectively. All of us, we have faith. All of us. No one in this world does not have faith. But to use faith effectively, that is where the challenge comes in. Wherever you are, whatever you are doing, your faith has brought you to where you are. I will say that again. Faith has put you where you are right now. Not God punishing you. Oh God, I pray for God's blessings. I pray for God to break this chain. God gave you the power. That is why he said to Moses, to Moses I am the great I am. What God was saying, I am the richest. I am the abundance. I am the creator. I am the provider. I am the defender. I am the opportunities, the ideas, the job, everything that you are looking for. But you need to build a bridge of faith. Because I am all these things. But what you believe, which is your faith, that will either bring me to you or it will push me away from you. You have power. You have power. God gave each and every one of us the ultimate power. Do not think less of yourself because when you compare yourself with everyone else, it seems as if, oh my gosh, I am such a failure. I don't have anything. I can't say this because, oh, I don't have the right qualifications. Oh, I'm not the boss. So when the boss says something, I must just stay in my corner and I must keep quiet. No, 
God gave you power. He gave you power before you were born, not according to your status and your position and your knowledge. I'm talking about worldly knowledge and your qualification and your education and the car that you drive. That's not your job to judge you. You must never judge yourself according to the possessions, according to material things, and according to the standards of this world. Paul said, do not conform to this world. Do not take the standards of this world. Make your own standards. Know what you want. Know who you are. Know what is important to you. Even if no one else agrees, it's important to you and you go for it. Know and believe and trust today, this moment, right here, right now, this instant. Trust that you are the creator. You are the designer. You are the power and the force that drives your life. And that power and the force that drives your life is within you. And it's God speaking to you every minute of every day. You are powerful in God. You are great in God. You are invincible in God. Claim your power. Take it back. And remember who the God is that you serve. Not the God of church, not the God of religion, of limitations and punishment. You serve the God of true power, true blessing, true wealth, true prosperity, true abundance. You serve the God of beauty, of light, love, compassion, and kindness. Stand in your place. Stand in your light. Stand in your power. Do not wait for things to change so then you can speak up. Stand now because that power that is within you, that Jesus spoke about, God talked about, you will find it in the Old and the New Testament. That is the power that is alive within you. God is waiting for you to be aware and to wake up. So he can unlock that power just for you. And it's more than enough. It's more than enough. God is limitless. We don't have an idea of his, how, how limitless he is. There's more than enough. When you stand in your power, you're not taking anything away from anyone. What is yours will find you. What is Yours cannot be taken, stolen, or broken, or you cannot be robbed of it. It is yours. Take it, accept it, believe it, embrace it, and love it. Live with the knowledge that the great I am is alive within you, that you are one with God, with all his blessings all his power, all his prosperity, and his love. In this very moment, he's standing still inside of you, and he's asking, what?
do you want me to do for you? Just for you. I'm asking you about your dreams, your desires, your needs, your wants. What do you want? Tell me what you think you want. Tell me what you think is impossible to do. And I will do it for you. That is the God I know. So if he asks you right now, what do you want me to do for you? What would your answer be? I thank you. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.